I'm Brendan O'Brien. And I'm Jordan Free. And Jordan, would you like to introduce our very special guest who you got to do a stand-up show with at NJ Weedman's, and he's like... Oh my gosh, I thought you were going to do the intro because I put food into my mouth. <laughs> you saw the <laughs> golden at, Oreos and you couldn't resist. I've been at Weedman's since 3 p.m., <laughs> and I stayed for seven hours straight. <laughs> well, this wonderful man has come a long way, all the way from California. Tommy Carolyn. Thank you, Tommy. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad I managed to finish my Oreo before the intro was done. <laughs> well, the podcast is young and there's a lot of Oreos left. So. All right, we can't all be professionals that be in the Sessions <laughs> with Mary Jane podcast. Yes. Yes, so... I just want to know, how was your road trip? It was, uh, I mean, I want to know many other things. But, uh, yeah, how was that driving through many different... Your pit stop anywhere? Oh, yeah, it stopped uh, all over the place. It was pretty good, except for one asshole cop in North Dakota mm. who pulled me over for doing eight miles over the speed limit on a freeway. Yeah. North Dakota. Wow. Yeah. They just, uh, it was definitely, they seen New York tags and they were like, all right, we got a good one today. Yes. I, I just, I just experienced with a cop in Nebraska. It's like that part of the country that yeah. was waiting. They literally have nothing else to do before yeah, wait for people right. out of state to come in there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he took my license and everything, fucking comes back, gives it to me. Like, I'm just going to give you a warning today. I was like, just by the way, though, you got anything illegal on you? It's like, no. Can I search your car? No. Why no, not? No, he asked you? <laughs> yeah. He, and then he asked you why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was trying to do, like, the buddy-buddy, like, hey, I just gave you a yeah, warning, you know. Sure. Why, why don't you just hook me up and just, like, yeah. let me make sure that you're not trafficking drugs through my state. <laughs> you should have just told him he could search your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you should have searched his asshole, actually. That would have really taught him. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, he needs a search warrant. It doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. asshole's being searched, you always you still need a search warrant. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And, and like, Car, anything, no. You can't just do it. And police really do bank on you being sca- too scared to say no to them yeah. almost every single time. Because there was part of me that was like, should I just say yes even though I know he's going to find and then I was just like, no, just fucking hold down. And I'm like, glad. No. I'm glad you stuck to your guns. I'm glad you. Yeah, I just I figured North Dakota wasn't where I wanted to go to jail. So good reason, good reason. They, and they need like a a map of states where weed is legal for you to like weave through so that you mm. don't end up in one that of those places. That definitely exists. The weed oh, trail. Sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. That's so a thing. Yeah. That's gonna be an app. Before we know, they'll just be yeah. yeah. I'm sure Weed Maps has that on there. Right, that would be the place <laughs> for it. Yeah. So what was, what, what, what's been the root of your journey starting with, where'd you leave, where'd you start from and then where have you ended up now? I, uh, I started in Los Angeles. I stopped in San Francisco to have dinner with a high school friend, which that was kind of cool. Uh, Fuck all the hills in that city. Oh, <laughs> it really, isn't that a really five-hour drive from L.A. to San Francisco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even left the state yet. I just yeah. feel so funny because we can just get to Rhode well, Island or uh, many places from the, here. The last time that I drove, I didn't even make it out of California before I ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was driving through... I was getting to Arizona... Like, I had a quarter tank, and I saw a gas station. I was like, I should probably stop there, but I like shell gas, and that's not a shell station. <laughs> You're picking so, on a quarter tank. I was. I was like, I got at least another 75 miles out of this. Town is probably like 75, 80. Let's see. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many gallons are you thinking? <laughs> I get like 25 to the... Okay, you're, you're rocking some good gas mileage there. My thing does good on the highway, I noticed that. Like, <laughs> What's as your soon thing? As what are you I, driving? What's uh, your Forester. Mm-hmm. Like, I noticed as soon as I left Los Angeles, my gas mileage went up from 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would just get in 26, 27. Amazing. But, uh, yeah, so... I was driving quarter tank. I was just like, all right, I'll get the next one. Stop at a rest area. I asked the guy, like, hey, where's the next gas station? He goes, two miles down. I was like, all right, cool. Pull off the highway to it. Thing is closed down completely. Mm -hmm. But uh, outside, there's a van with these two hippies painting it. And they had a sign that said, need gas. 
And I was like, oh, are they selling gas? Like, I don't want to buy gas off of them. They're probably going to charge an arm and a leg, water it down. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, all right, fuck that. So I get back on the highway heading west, and uh, I see a sign that says town is like 40 miles, and now the light's on, and I was like, Ugh, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Let's see what the deal with those hippies is. So, <laughs> I turned back down like seven miles back to get to them. And uh, turns out they needed to buy gas. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, because yeah, that, that need gas thing is tricky because it's almost like the thing with scalping tickets too where they'll like say that yeah. they need tickets but really they're trying to sell tickets. Yeah. So, you don't, you never like, know. They should have had... I should have looked for a question mark. I was about to ask. I was about to ask. Yes. Is there a question Punctuation mark? is important. Yes. But, uh, yes. So I drive back. They're like, yeah, no, we need gas. They gave me a free pair of uh, earrings, which was pretty cool. I just, like, hung out and talked to them for a few minutes. They had their dogs, like, running all over the place. And uh, get back on the highway, start heading west again. And then, like, two, three miles outside of town, my car just stops revving. Fuck. So it, uh, I managed to coast it all the way to the exit. I get off. There's an RV park like a half mile down this way, and then town was probably like a mile, mile and a half down that way. Mm. So I was like, maybe somebody at the RV park has like a tank of gas that I can just buy off of them. And uh, it's, I don't know what the hell it was. It looked like a storage facility or something <laughs> that I ended up walking to. And, uh, the, uh, there's like an old couple in a golf cart and it's like hey guys like, I need gas <laughs> and they were like town's that way like alright cool <laughs> <laughs> and so I just started walking back and uh, by the time I reached like the halfway point from where I was stranded to the town the old man pulls up in a car and he's like hey I figured I'd come off here at ride and I was like oh thank you mm. man and then he actually had a tank of gas in the backseat, and he was just like, here. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Guardian uh, Angel. I was like, you want like 20 bucks, man? And he was like, no, just pay it forward. Mm-hmm. We weren't shaking hands because of coronavirus, but... Ah, uh, yes. But in your mind, you were shaking each yeah. other's hands, yeah. Oh, that was the happy ending? That was the happy ending. Yeah, because yeah. that, that is... Not having gas or like running out of gas is like intensifies life immediately oh yeah it's just, especially like I was in the desert it's just like oh, oh yeah. damn oh, fuck I had my dog with me and shit and it was just like alright can't leave you in the car obviously <laughs> so I had to like carry her with me it was just ugh. Yeah. Well, you know what? Shell, gas, and oil should be very grateful for you because that's a ringing endorsement of their product. <laughs> I filled up with a shell in Nettles, California. There you go. He stays true. That guy gave me that gas. Amen. I drove right into town. First gas station. Was perfect. Yes. Well, what else, what else is perfect is something I just remembered, which oh, is that yes. we have a challenge for you that you have to you, uh, you can complete throughout the course of this podcast. Speaking of gas. Yes, speaking of gas. Yes. <gasps> yes. Honestly, <laughs> although it is a it is a big challenge. Just for <laughs> Brandon, you just said yes, and then you just realized. <laughs> I did. I just, I, I just realized the second one. Sorry, Jordan. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's probably just a challenge for him, high to remember his whole trip. Yes. And that will also be a part of your challenge. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so as you take us on the, the trip of life and the trip of your journey across the country, you must also take us on a trip to this list. What's the list, Serena? You have to list as many gas station foods as as you can. Just have many ever you get on the list, interrupt at any time. It's been a range of, range of uh, different, you know, answers. People have, people have gotten many different, like, categories lists of their own. Okay. So, like, anything you come up with, you're still a winner. Yes. We've gotten a zero, so that's, like, kind of our yeah. benchmark. Is like, right. if you have never gotten zero. a negative yet. No, it's no It's just been zero to 92. Yes. That's right. <laughs> there were political protests right. of it. Yes. <laughs> yes, there were. I mean, yeah, big-ass hamburger comes right to mind. Big is that ass. what it's called? Yeah. Big-ass hamburger. Now, is this one of the, the hamburger's a butt? B-A-Z-Z. <laughs> Now, is this one of the ones that you get in the refrigerator that you can microwave there? Or is it one that is already wrapped in tinfoil under a heat lamp? Oh, good question. I think it's actually, oddly, someplace in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) A little. Please elaborate. (laughs) What do you mean? 
think it's just in a plastic wrapper that you. Oh use. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't. You might be able to microwave it if you want. But you can't eat it cold if you want Like, it definitely doesn't come frozen. Yeah. But I don't ever really remember heating them up. Maybe there's some sort of heat lamp involved. I love that. That was just high school fucking... Me and my buddy would smoke a blunt and then go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's get a burger. Yes, yes. Having a good, reliable gas station that you can rely on to get good snacks and essentials, especially when you're growing up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where did you grow up? Uh, northern Westchester, I guess, like right on the border of Putnam County. Mm. So what was that part of Westchester like? I don't really know a lot about Westchester in general. Boring suburb thing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing special, you know, they got a Walmart. Came more twenty minutes away. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What was your reaction to living in the suburbs? Like, like, did you like, did you want to like get out of it? Did you really like parts of it? Uh, I guess there's parts to both. I like. I I do like quiet nights, but I do also like ambulances and stuff at night. It's a weird mix. I don't know. You need a very quiet town that has a lot of emergencies, really, I and mean, you'll be, you'll be totally happy. No, like, like I have no problem sleeping with a city noise going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you, like it. Where do you live in LA? Uh, like right outside of downtown, just west of it. Oh, wow. So yeah. San Francisco was your first uh, pit stop. Yeah. Then after that, where did you go? Uh, I just made a little stop in, well that night I slept in a Walmart parking lot in uh, Wairica. California, like super northern California, hmm. uh, most beautifully uh, placed Walmart I've ever seen. <laughs> Mountains all around it, gorgeous. I was gonna say, oh, like throughout your trip, you've seen many different landscapes. Yeah. What was what is like one of your favorites? Or I guess one that was just very beautiful. Or um, eastern or no, western Montana is gorgeous. Hmm. Uh, eastern just goes flat. Like, right after Billings, I think. It's just, all right, mm. this is boring now. Mm. But uh, Western Montana was amazing. I, uh, I went to Old Faithful, the geyser. Yeah, how was it? It was pretty cool. I got there, like, as it was getting dark. So mm. I was just like, all right, none of my pictures are going to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does go all night. Like all, it's, like, it's not a yeah, stop, right? A, uh, every, like, hour and a half, it really blows, but... Mm. I don't know. It was faithful. It waited for you. Yeah. Oh. It, it had blown like a few minutes before I got there. I was just like, right, I guess I'll hang out here for an hour and a half and wait for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, are you doing this trip by yourself? Is yeah. It, so how is are you, how is that? Just like the, like the being in the car alone. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Just turn on podcasts or yeah. What do you music. listen to? Uh, last podcast on the left, I listened to a whole bunch, and then my buddy. Chris Vega's High Society Radio, uh, those two, and then like music, just rap or punk, whatever I felt like that day. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I stopped in Wairica, then the next day I just like made a little mini stop in Portland, got something to eat there, checked out a record shop, and then went up to Seattle, which that was a pretty cool city. That's your first time there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was my first time going up, like, the West Coast, because mm. uh, this is... I drove to California, then I drove back. I drove back to California, back to New York. And, like, every time I've done it, I've went a different way just to... How many times have you done this? I guess five. Oh, my god! And then right before that, I also did, like, the whole east side of the Mississippi. Oh. That's cool. Wow. That was a that was a fun one that ended at the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Was that a, a an on purpose uh destination or It was a pretty happy coincidence of <laughs> just like, alright, this vacation's planet uh panning out to align with that. I was like, Do I wanna do that? Should I maybe go a little bit more west, check out Denver and then it was like can go to the gathering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? It's fucking awesome every time, like I'm not even really a juggalo, I just, I've always said I'm juggalo adjacent, like, <laughs> my brother's a juggalo, or was, and, uh, a lot of the artists that I listen to actually came from, like, listening to them, because they just 
featured everybody back in the day. But, uh, yeah, just awesome time. Like, they showed me nothing but love the whole time. Like, remember I was just sitting there stoned eating a uh, stoner bowl, which is like mac and cheese and like a meat thrown on top of it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so good. It's delicious. I'm just sitting there like in the sun eating it, staring off into space, and some guy comes running over. He's like, are you all right, man? Like, yeah, I'm fine, man. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> and, and it was just like, oh, man, it's just like people have been like passing out from the heat. You look kind of spaced out. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just high. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Just checking on you, man. I was like, all right, thank you. Oh, um, yeah, speaking of temperature, how, how did that range throughout the different uh, states? Or also because you were different this, like altitude points. This one wasn't so bad because, like, I just did it, like, last week, right? I got in last Wednesday, yeah, I got in, and I left a week before that. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad, like, no, you know what? It was actually very cold the morning I woke up at that Walmart parking lot. Mm. That was, I I woke up at, like, 6-something a.m., and I was just like, oh, fuck, cold as shit. Oh, wow. And I just ran into the Walmart and I bought a blanket and pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they get you. I was just like, all right, this is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a trade off having a Walmart with a nice view is that you also yeah. have the coldest Walmart in the yeah, entire country. Was, oh, God. You had good weather, good. though, in your, your drive? Like, there was an. Uh, I had a little bit of rain someplace. That was really it. it but was, not bad. That's good. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. When, wait, when you're traveling, are, like, do you generally try to plan things ahead of time, or are you more of a kind of go with the flow kind of guy? I'm starting to plan them a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, it was originally, like, all right, booking hotel, like, night of. Like, mm-hmm. all right, let's, let's see where I'm at. All right, where can I get to? All right, I'll book a hotel in St. Louis tonight. And okay. It's like... This time it was like, all right, I'm going to plan it out. I did go kind of awry for the first few days, though. (laughs) Like, I was supposed to spend the first night in San Francisco, and I was just like, "Eh, it's only like 9 o'clock. I don't think I'm going to just stay here. (laughs) So then I drove to like 1 o'clock in the morning to get to that Walmart. And then uh, after I did Seattle, I did a few open mics there, which were pretty fun. Then... uh, I was just like, all right, let's see how far west I can get tonight. And I made it to some little rest stop just off the side of the highway. And I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll just sleep here tonight. I got the pillow and blanket in the back seat already. And uh, I got out to smoke a cigarette. Because I, I don't smoke cigarettes usually, but for some reason, road trips, I'm just like, all right, let's smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. this whole time. And uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's from an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but, uh, so I stop at this little rest stop. I'm smoking a cigarette, and I see a dude in a Hatchet Man t-shirt, and I was like, oh, Juggalo. I don't know to to this guy. And, uh, I, I grab all the trash from my car so that I can go throw it out. <laughs> just to, like, walk past them. And, uh, I was just like, hey, man, you go to the gathering this year? No, I wish, man. It's like, yo, you fuck with Clear? I was like, no, what's that? And I, I, I had an idea, and then he just goes, it's meth. And I was oh like, my gosh. yeah, no, not at all, man. <laughs> oh, no. And he was like, all right, well, like, you fuck with weed? I was like, yeah. And he goes... If you let me smoke some meth in your car, I'll give you some weed. Oh my god! <laughs> Classic uh, meth addicts. And I was just like, no, no, not that bad. He was like, dude, come on, like I don't want to smoke in front of my kids. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! god. <laughs> and I was just no. like, no. He was like, you, you don't got to smoke it. I was like, yeah, I know I don't. Oh <laughs> definitely not doing it in my car. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Tommy, yeah. you're saying no. Like, you know, standing up for yourself multiple times during this I mean, this trip or the stories you've told us. Or and the appropriate and times. This is very good. Like, that you're very, like, you're definitely a person who can 
I don't know, like that solo person, but who's like, you have street smart. And I mean, there's some solo travelers that I feel like definitely get mixed up in situations, or I'm sure you have you also gotten mixed up in situations. I will say, if, if it was a, a person you knew and they wanted to smoke meth in your car, then you should just let, you should let. No, I, no. Like, that's a different I mean, story. But no. as a juggalo, he's supposed to be family. <laughs> <laughs> Do there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he thought of pulling that car and he was like, like do I? No, you're Family. The kids come out, their faces are all painted. They're like, Daddy, you're fucking meth again. He's like, sorry, kids, it's a road yeah. trip. Ugh. Something's gotta get me to fucking spell cam tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be your bitching. <laughs> so you mentioned um, open mics. Let's just dive into your stand-up. When did you start doing stand-up? The first time I did it was like a little bit after turning 21. And then I didn't do it again for like almost two years, I think. Because I just... I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I got booked on a show before I ever did an open mic. Mm -hmm. So then open mics were just like, what the fuck is... I don't know what that is. (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, so I just... I was supposed to be booked again this next month, so I was just like, all right, I have a booker, I guess. <laughs> she'll hit me up whenever I, I can do a show. And I had no idea how any of it worked. Like, I I used to think to be a stand-up, you had to be the funny guy at the office and, like, elected to the position or something. <laughs> I, and no, I, I didn't think you could just be like, yeah, I think I can tell jokes for a living. It was just like... It's, it's like a, a government job. <laughs> <laughs> you put in ten years, and then, yeah. and then you're, you have good behavior. You get your pension. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was, what was it about comedy that made you want to try it for, to begin with, though? Um, I found a comedy club that didn't card me for drinking when I was 20. Nice. So I just started <laughs> hanging out there every weekend and uh, started becoming friends with comics and stuff. So I was like... Yeah, well, these guys are doing it. Why don't I just write jokes? Mm-hmm. And so I just started writing stuff. And then I showed, like, the notebook to a buddy. And he was like, yeah, I guess it's pretty funny. <laughs> like I said, no idea what the hell I'm doing. Like, Do I got to prove it to these guys? <laughs> so uh, then, like, one night I was just hanging out with them at the club. And uh, they were, like, talking about a show they were booking. And the guy just goes, hey, Tommy wrote some stuff. Why don't you throw him on the show? And the girl was like, all right, yeah, no problem. So uh, I did that. I feel like I ate shit that night. People tell me that I did fine. It's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> mm. I, I can't remember much of that material. But uh, then what happened? Yeah, I started working like seven days a week regularly. And I was just, can't do that anymore. I got to be up early for construction work. Then eventually it was just, you know what, I should go back to doing open mics, and I just accidentally stumbled on Creekside. And, uh... Where is Creekside? That's... Was it on 9W? Was it on 9W? I no. couldn't even tell you what road it was on. It was in Marlboro, <laughs> next yeah, to... In Marlboro, like, place. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, there was... I'd never seen Jerry Lee and golf Ross. there. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah, I just, uh... I was driving through there one Friday night because me and my buddy were sick of drinking at local bars and let's go upstate see what they have. So we would just drive up the highway, then search bars in the GPS and one of them popped up Raccoon Saloon and we were like, that sounds like fun, let's go there. <laughs> and uh, as we were driving to find that place, we seen a bunch of people at Creekside and we were like, alright, that looks like fun actually. Let's find Raccoon Saloon. That's got to be fun. <laughs> and we never found Raccoon Saloon. We just turned it around. <laughs> this doesn't look like a town where there's going to be more than one bar with people. <laughs> right. So uh, we went, and they were just having a show. Talked to Ross. It was like, hey, man, how do people like get onto comedy here? Uh, oh, there's these open mics. We're thinking about starting one here. Like, all right, cool, man. We'll do Add me on Facebook and we'll figure it out. And then they just started that open mic. And that was like, I had done an open mic in the city two days before that or something. It's actually 
probably right around the anniversary of that shit. Oh, that'd be anniversary. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, eight years, I think. Nine? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Time is weird. Uh, <clears throat> Goddamn. All right. Uh, yeah, it was just always, like, weird coincidences of, like, that club that I hung out at. I just found it because I worked uptown further in the city. And I was like, I'm going to walk 20 blocks tonight, see what's there, see what I can get into. This is New York City. I didn't realize the Upper West Side is the most boring fucking place on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is Broadway. This has got to be something. And I don't want to say the name of the club because they uh, didn't card me for drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if Statute of Limitations is up on me after 10 years. But, uh... The 20th block, there was this stand-up club, and I was just like, all right, let me pop in there. Me and my girlfriend were looking for a stand-up club to go to, and then they didn't card me for drinks, and I was like, all right, this is now my weekend spot. What did you uh, learn from stand-up comedy? From doing it this long or something, like the thoughts you had on it before versus now? I don't know. It's uh learned that anybody can do it <laughs> technically <laughs> but do it well um, I don't know uh, I still I haven't learned how to write <laughs> so uh, what, what is your uh, process for uh, writing actually then like is a lot you just store in your head or do you actually need to jot anything down I, I try to jot some stuff down but like I, I have no idea how to like structure a paragraph or anything like that Mm -hmm. so it will be just seven pages of a sentence and (laughs) i do feel like sometimes my performing style comes off that way of just "Ah." (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah just i don't know i guess maybe i might jot down like a few things i tend not to make like a set list because then i get too in my head Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting. How was how was the um, the crowds? How were the crowds different when you did open mics in different states along your trip, or you know? It depended, like where I was at. Like uh, Seattle, the first one was a lot of fun. The second one seemed to be at a little bit more of a chaotic bar, so I was just, all right, I'm Mm. performing into nothingness Mm -hmm. right now, I guess. Uh, Somebody's out there listening. Yeah, hopefully. Someone heard you that night. (laughs) I hope not. They didn't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the movie Entertainment? No. I have neither. What is that? Gosh, you guys all need to watch it. It's a stand-up comedy movie, and I won't really say that much more. Well, that's our, our Everybody just has to watch it. It's just so funny. It's right. very bizarre. Where can we find it? Uh, just search it on your smart TVs. <laughs> just look it up yourself. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you. It's Netflix or something. Oh, uh, that's a hard one to start old? streaming for. Is this yeah. new? Is this a new? No, it's been out for a minute. Yeah. One whole, whole minute? minute yeah. 60 seconds? Oh, it's so old. <laughs> it's old in New York. New York Minute. <laughs> yeah, New York Minute. Yeah. Have you... So, that, one of the things that people say a lot, especially, like, going from the East to the West Coast, they're like, oh, it's, like, very slow on the West Coast. Did you feel that way, like, when you were out, been out there? Or, like, the, the, the pacing difference? It's definitely more laid back and, uh, like, way more spread out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. New York, you Everybody just on top of each other, yeah. fucking everywhere. Over there, it's like a lot more. You, you'll catch an attitude from somebody if you're like in their space because it's just such a more personal space mm. city. Where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> New York is just all right. I have to live like a sardine here. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been in the city in a while, and you like go to the city, and you see the subway, and you just like look at it, you're just like, it's amazing. These people are all just like so willing to be so close to each yeah. other. Yeah, they don't really have a choice. No, they don't. They yeah. really don't. I know whenever I took my buddy from Westchester down to the city when I was living down there, he hated the subway. Like, mm-hmm. I could just see the visible look of 
disdain on his face the whole ride on like the four or the five train and he's just crammed up and he wants to just like push people out of his way like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do, you feel? Do, you, do you mind the subway do you prefer it or over other forms of transportation I hate buses mm-hmm. uh, subway was alright I never fucked with the public transportation in LA because I just bought a car before I moved there because I was like I'm gonna need that well their public trans isn't that good is it right isn't it more of like because it's I, or at least that's what I heard but like it's I, easier to drive a car I think it's probably easier to drive a car. I think also New York subway is probably one of the better ones out there. I don't know. That's uh, what they say, but the thing is also the New York City well, subway. New York City is on a grid, right? It is a great system. Like, oh, for you to have yeah, like that, fantastic. Could you make them way cleaner? Yes. <laughs> Could you figure out a way to get a freaking air conditioner down there when it's really hot? Or do something when it's really cold in the heat. I don't know. You can come up with some, you know, sort of technology. Yeah. Can you make Wi-Fi better down there? Sometimes I'm going to need bars. Yeah, those do are I have all to evil fire sure, but <laughs> <laughs> It's your own personal, um, you know, I don't know, feedback. But it's like, yeah, it's like great and everything. But does anyone really like the subway? Like, does anyone really like... Like, look know? forward to it? Like, it's a music park ride? Like, yay! <laughs> the B-train! Yeah, I'm sure there's tourists who are just like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. ride the Times Square yeah, shuttle yeah. to Grand Central. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely have seen people who are very clearly tourists on the subway who are just, like, looking around and they're just, like, pointing at things. I'm like, oh, what yeah. are you doing? And that's when they think an empty subway cart's a good thing. Yes. And you're like, no. <laughs> For some reason, it's empty. Mm-hmm. I remember I made that mistake before I moved down there once. I just got into the subway car and there was... Dude, shit his pants just oh. in the car. And I had a chili cheese dog with me. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I was eating it as I went oh, in. No. Oh, no. Oh, he's so I, I realize, like, if I take it away from my nose, I can smell the shit. But if I'm eating this thing, I just smell chili cheese dog. <laughs> so I just sat there and I was like, I'm going to fucking just eat this thing. Because <laughs> I, cu- I couldn't smell the shit that way. So it's just like, this is... Everybody else is just like, what the Fuck. <laughs> Tommy, you have very unconventional but very successful survival instincts. You're very good If you were eating something and then when you weren't eating it, it smelled like shit, would you continue to eat it? Or yes. would you yes, 100%. stop eating it and smell it? I feel like I would lose my shit. appetite to be honest. You, you get know, that guess... chili dog quick. <laughs> you go, oh no. <laughs> Yikes. Ooh. Oh, I don't ever want to be in a situation like we that. We got out at the next stop and went to the next car. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't you uh, transfer from car to car in a subway? Yeah, but you have to, like, get to like, walk in between like, the, the rails of death if you want to do it. I don't mind doing that. Like, Metro North, they make you do that shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I never got why they're okay to do it. I stand in between the cars most of the time on Metro North. Oh. Subway. I don't know why the hell you can't do that in here. Yeah. Although I think people do kind of end up getting bounced over the side, so. Yeah. That's probably. They go hella fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is. That's not. Yeah, I don't know. It's not safe. They gotta hit what? 60? No. Right? I don't know how fast a train goes. Um, it, it feels fast, though, when you're sitting next to it. Maybe it is around like 40, 50, 60. I don't know. There are definitely some where you feel like you're like. It sounds like it's going to be off the rails. Like, it's going to be... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the squeaking yeah. and the... Like, the, the just, like, it's going so... Ha- like, and the tail of it's, like, rattling. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it, it, something always sounds like it's about to break down oh. at every second. That's what I'm saying! So can't they put some money, the government, like, or the state, somebody, <laughs> and fix this? You know how long we've had it? It's what, in tax like, Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Crazy idea, right? Crazy. Yeah. So... Tommy, I know you have, would you say this is a hobby of yours? Or because I like noticed it on your Instagram um, quite often, maybe it's like, no, like recently doing all this wood shop work and you're making, right? Are you uh, actually making those? 
I was. I, I haven't done it in a while. No, you haven't. Yeah. Yes, you haven't posted in a, a while. I don't think you. Yes, you made one in a while. But like, there was one for um, shot glasses that looked super cool. And then was there another one with uh, the map America? There's yeah, the, that was a shot glass one. Oh, that's that was a the glass. first one I did actually because doing all the road trips, I was like, yeah, I'll start collecting the state shot mm-hmm. glasses. And then they started just muddling up the regular shop glass collection. So I was like, let's get a map one so I can like put them into the, each That's state. That's super cool. But I couldn't find one, so I was like, you could probably make one out of wood. Oh. And so I just like <laughs> bought all the shit. I ended up buying like twice as much as I needed. That's why there's like five other things that I ended up doing with them. But uh, yeah, so I just. I used the jigsaw to cut out like the state shapes and the state lines were all done with a soldering iron. But yeah, I guess that would just be like a hobby that... Yeah, that's really dope. When did you... How did you know to... Like you took wood shop in high school or something? Or like... No, my... Because uh, it looks so nice. I was just like, how are you yeah. able to just do this and put it together? My dad was a carpenter, so like he had all the tools for me to use, and I worked in construction myself, so You're I was pretty well... You your way around. Yeah, Wait, I knew how to Was your dad Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately. I got shafted on that. He's just a union carpenter. <laughs> I think Jesus was more freelance. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie, when you started saying, oh, I saw the hobby you were doing, my first thought was putting uh, Sour Patch Kids and, oh. and, and Swedish Fish together because <laughs> right, I know you did the tattoo of that, right? I also yeah. remember that, yeah. That's a, can you ex- <laughs> explain where your mind was when you decided was, to do that? I was super baked at a gas station <laughs> one night at like 3 o'clock in the morning and they had this display of Swedish Fish and Sour Patch Kids and I just they had them both like to buy there, and I was like, "Did they make mermaids with Swedish fish and Soundcatch kids?" <laughs> <laughs> and they hadn't, so I just went into the parking lot and was like, "I'm gonna do this." <laughs> they really and should. They so should. That's I a mean, good idea. I if they do it, I would like some sort of an endorsement deal because I tattooed it on myself. <laughs> you, you do the proof by, by the tattoo. Although, uh, there's also a Twizzler, so maybe that might Whoa. go against their uh, marketing team. How know. did it uh, taste? Once you put it together, did you eat it? Or you just did it purely for design? No, I, I, I ate them. It was fine. It was just, <laughs> I was just curious the texture and the, the sugary substance. Yeah. You have to trademark your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sue them now? <laughs> I owe both of you. He's walking into the, the copyright office. Can, just, just like can I still, uh, can you still copyright stuff by writing it down and mailing it to yourself? <laughs> you just mail your leg amputated. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember people, people saying that about the thing with the mailing it to yourself, and I believed that, and then I found out when I grew up, and they were like, no, that doesn't do anything. It's just you mailing yourself a letter. <laughs> But it's, it's like a postmark. Yeah, I it's sealed. It. <laughs> you just believe it's not going to do anything, though. Yeah, well, you know. It's not Santa Claus. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, if you don't believe, if you uh, believe you Santa Claus. How old were you when you serious. found out that that wasn't true? A sophomore in high school. Oh, Santa? Yeah. No, wait, really? Like, was, uh, oh. A sophomore in high school. Yes, yeah, so that's when I started. That's when I stopped believing it. I had heard the rumors, but I didn't want to believe it for a long time. A sophomore <laughs> in high school. Listen, my parents. So I, freshman in high school, you still <laughs> believed Santa? Hey, I still yes. believe. <laughs> yes. Santa Claus for all the children listening. Oh, yes. quiet, Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, other Jew. <laughs> Um, the magic of Santa Claus is that he gives Jews monetary wealth. <laughs> Santa Claus is Jewish also. Jesus is Jewish, Santa Claus yeah. is Jewish, everyone's Jewish. It's a good racket. Yeah. But Santa doesn't have the chocolate gold coins that you can eat. No, no, that's no. <laughs> no but we get Christmas tree Reese's peanut butter cups, which I think are better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are good. I, I'm sorry, I'm not shitting on... I'm shitting on you, Brendan, but being like a sophomore in high school, but that is it really is strange. It is very strange. My parents never told me so. Like, so I was like, all right. Like, I guess a lot of other parents, like, either they figured the kids just knew, or they went out right and said, "Hey, 
this is the truth about Santa Claus. And they didn't do that. And so I was six in class during my history class, and my teacher said some, like, something, and she was like, and she was just, like, like talking to the class, and then she said, Oh yeah, you know, like like Santa Claus isn't real, and then I'm and I'm like I'm like, I'm like and I'm already sitting there thinking like why would she say that right now? Why would she try to make up this lie? And again, like, like I'm not an idiot. Like I heard kids talking about Santa Claus not being real. I just chose to keep believing it. And then all the kids around me are like do the bit where they're like, oh I didn't know that, Miss Jones. And then they're all everyone, like they're laughing. She's laughing. I'm laughing. But I don't really want to laugh. I just want to try to blend in. <laughs> and that's just how I found out Santa Claus was real, not real. <laughs> So. Cool. What about you, Jordan? How old were you when you realized? Oh my god. I wish I was that old. I cried <laughs> so hard when I thought that. <laughs> yeah, I was a little, yeah. How, little wait, how old? I don't know, like fifth grade maybe. And wait, who's that? I felt so lied to you. That was the beginning out? of the Matrix being broken for me, like oh, the Santa Claus thing. Like, I was just like, they lied about this and every adult has been in on it? Like,. <laughs> You, I can't believe, oh my god. Wait, wait, but who, like, who ruined it for you? Like, how'd you find out? Uh, kids on the bus. Damn it. Classic kids on the bus. Yes. Talking. Yes, all magic was broken on, on the <laughs> that school bus. That bus was not magic. Yeah. That magic bus wasn't going, wait, what's your name? Sorry. Miss Frizzle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Miss Frizzle. I think I was just like, um... Maybe 10, 11 years old. That's a healthy age. Healthy age for a Santa Claus. That it was, yeah. Or, no, possibly if maybe a year or two younger than 10, um, that I found out he wasn't real. Do you, who'd you find out from? I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. I think it is definitely, like, just watching TV or movies or just play, like, you just get old. Also, having a brother that was three years older, like, it was just, like, over, naturally just ruined for you. Like, it was just, nobody, like, blatantly came out and said whatever, like, you just, I just came to, like, the, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I just came to the, what is the Conclusion. word? Thank you. You said you're, you're from each other. I realized that a clause is not real. What was I thinking of? Yeah. Tell me, how old were you? Yeah. Conclusion uh, myself. I was, like, seven. Mm. And uh, my mom blew that one up in my face. Oh, <laughs> laughing. Uh, I was being a little shit one day, and she was just like, "I'm not gonna get you a PlayStation for Christmas." And I was like, "All right, fine. I'll tell Grandpa to get me one." And she goes, "Fucking tell Grandpa not to buy you a PlayStation." <laughs> and I was just like, "All right, well, here we go, Santa." <laughs> I get Santa to bring me a PlayStation, and she just looked at me and she went, "Santa's not real." Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fuck. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, matter of respect, though, for the, like the, the timing of using the Santa card, she waited and she was like, "This is the right time." Oh yeah. And wow. Then, uh, she bought me a PlayStation in exchange for not telling my little brother. Yeah. Good deal. So you wanted me, and I did. Yeah, and that, well, that was PlayStation, which one? That was the PlayStation one, one the first one, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine if I was a parent, like, how I would even deal with that situation, because I don't want to, like, crush the kids, like, dream, or if they, if they, you know... Oh, I probably if they deserved really... it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, I imagine it's definitely harder no, now. Saying, <laughs> that yeah, wasn't yeah, just a rash true, decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like, you know what, I don't want to fucking pull the wool of something over his eye. Yeah, yeah. But, like... R- uh, I think I probably used the wrong phrase there. Pull, pull the, wait, 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 say it again? Yeah, no, I, I probably just... Pulled the, I, I don't know. I, I have a bad habit of not knowing what expression I'm using. Well, you, <laughs> I just you go, that's use... a figure of speech. I heard that seems like a 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about it. how you apply to the sentence. You right. can use yeah. whatever expression you want. <laughs> right. Right, and most of the time people can figure out what you're trying to say, even if it's not exactly as I'm saying not. that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I generally go opposite of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, I right. probably meant rip the band-aid off and start oh, pull the gosh. wool over your eyes. But... <laughs> <laughs> pull the band-aid over your eyes and call it a day. I do agree with you, though, Brendan. That, yeah, I feel like it's definitely harder for kids who, like, they just know so much, or, the like, it's, 
I, it's harder for things to be spoiled for them because I just feel like they're so they're bored spoiled. Or, I but they just they just they're so aware and and like know of things already. I feel like a four year old kid would immediately know Santa's not real. Like they're just by, so by logic or by googling it. Google but, has the map that tracks Santa. That's true. Google's in on it. They do. They have yeah. a thing. They do. Google oh, maintains yeah. it. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I didn't know well, that. Well, I am kind of curious what Google would say if I Googled it. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're, we're like watching in the background here. We're watching, I guess, this is this the SpaceX mission? Like, the, I don't know. It's footage so. from space, and we're looking at Earth right now. I don't know if it's on SpaceX, but they're in some sort of orbit. Yeah. I don't... It's surely a bad sex tape. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Earth is just taking up most of the screen. Can't um, show the backside of the thrusters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who went to film school? Not the person who shot this. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to add to your uh, list, Tommy? You just have to ask. Uh, do Reese's peanut butters count? Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, they do. Um, at least in my convenience store. Hell yeah. Okay. We'll go, chill. We'll go Snickers bar. Do Dunkin' Donuts count as like gas station food? I think that's a, a good question. You know, what, a good I, portion of gas station slash Dunkin' Donuts. I feel there are a lot. Yeah, there is a lot of, of yeah. So I was thinking strictly. Well, yeah, because then you could say anything in a quick check. Then is also a like this is a very broad category. Yeah. Gas station. Tommy, I will say that you had would have had to have gotten these snacks from these gas stations. If you gotten them from gas stations, I'd say that they count. I don't eat much like when I'm driving. Like those long drives that I do, I don't eat much on the road. Yeah. Do you not get hungry very often? Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm not moving too much. Like I'm just sitting there. So That's a good point, yeah. Because it feels like you're moving a lot just because you are technically traveling a lot of distance. Yeah. But you're not burning off any calories by sitting in a car. Yeah. But are I, you like hella uncomfortable with like long drives? It seems like you really bang them out, but like your body yeah. doesn't like, you're not like, I need a stretch. For a good five minutes. No, like uh, <laughs> when I stop for gas, you know, other states besides New York. Uh, well, I guess you guys don't even get to pump your gas here. In Jersey, uh, no. No, we don't have to. I'm I, privileged now. Nice, man. I think it was uh, Montana. <laughs> also, you're not allowed to pump your own gas. Really? So, yeah. What is the reason? Oh, uh, jobs. Yeah, it's something to do with that. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I don't think it's a terrible job. No. So, as long as. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a job that you would never, ever want to do ever in your entire life? Ever? I don't know. Clean porter potties, I guess. That's, <laughs> that's a good, good answer. That's a good answer. That's the only one that like really comes to mind where I'm like, that's especially like a festival or a concert when you're like seeing the, like the amount of bodies that are going in and out of them is ridiculous. I feel like that might be easier because there's a lot of people. No, because I don't know. Maybe this is insane people logic. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a lot of people that are shitting in those things all day, mm -hmm. but you're cleaning it out at the end of one day. Like a construction site, that's a substantially less people, mm -hmm. but it's festering for a week. Oh, um, between yeah. Between cleanings. So, uh, oh, maybe that blue stuff and there's magic. And <laughs> <laughs> turds don't age in there. I don't know. Yeah. Do you like working in construction? Some aspects of it. I, I do kind of like physical labor to a degree. Like, office stuff always just seemed like, yeah, I can't just sit there at a desk all day mm -hmm. and uh, just look at a fucking computer. But then there's other, like, aspects of it where it's just like, all right, you people are absolutely fucking insane, and I don't like dealing with you mm -hmm. at any sort of level. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it's, I don't know, it's just lots of dudes wrestling and stuff, at least for the company I worked at, and I was just like... Wrestling? Dude. Yeah, they would just, like, grapple with each other every now and again. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, just stay the fuck away from me. I want no part of this. I'm just here for working. Go away. 
Yeah, so you probably experience a lot of guys who are like really boasting them their their. Yeah, there's like a weird level of homophobia where I, I actually used to just kind of play with like, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> like I would just I would do open mics at gay bars, so then like the next day I'd just be smoking a cigarette. Like yeah, I was hanging out at this gay bar last, <laughs> and then it was like, you hear what he said? <laughs> Think what the fuck you want, buddy. Just. Because I knew that was like a way to get most of the people who I didn't want to deal with anyway to leave me alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, if I just make you question my sexuality, but you're going to never speak to me, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. So that was just like a fun little game that I would play. Uh, construction site porter potty art is a lot of fun, actually. Mm. That was uh, a surprise benefit of the job. <laughs> uh, Any specific ones that, that stand out to you that you remember? Or did you do them? I would, I would just like add on to stuff. Like, there was this one soap dispenser where the thing had been knocked off, and for whatever reason, I kind of thought it looked like a shaman meditating. So I just kind of like drew that around. Whoa! And, uh-huh. Then uh, there was every one of them has dicks drawn in them. Yeah, it's just it's mandatory. Yeah, it's what people do. Do you uh, think people forget? Forget what? Dicks. Forget what they look like. Penises. I don't know. I mean, I, I was a dick drawer every now and again. Uh, what is it? What is it about the dick that you must draw? I don't know. I think it's just <laughs> a fun shape. Like <laughs> It is. It's just an easy... All right. Because nobody draws vaginas. No, there was is a ton of vaginas mean? drawn in them, too. Oh, I'll say okay. that. They, uh, they did draw a ton of vaginas as well. Yeah. Lots of sex scenes and stuff like that. But I remember one job site, somebody wrote, uh, stop drawing dicks everywhere, it's mad gay. <laughs> and so I just crossed out mad gay and wrote, making me horny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, that's what, when you go to the bathroom and you see like the drawings on the wall, the, the, the exchanges between different people and the add-ons Yo, are always the best part. Yeah. Like, it's like, watch the entire conversation happen. Yeah, like, it'd be like, like, be like, oh, fuck all y'all. And then it's like, you're gay. And then this other one says, you're both gay. And it's like an ongoing dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> do you think bathroom stalls in schools, like middle school and high school, still have that, or do you think they clean it up and they're way stricter now? And like, there's no drawings on them. Yeah, ra- drawings, writings, whatever, in the bathroom stalls. I, I remember mine having like because it's different of, when we were in school versus now. I don't remember them being like a plain surface that was easy to write on. I remember it being like a speckled thing of like oh. gray, black, and yes. white, so that. It, I guess it just made it harder for you to do it unless oh, you brought you. a paint marker or something. Wait, like, is that, do you think that's the reason why the, the, I was the design? Oh, 100%. Oh, I forget thought of that. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I just thought of it now. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't like, oh, you know what? Let me go think about <laughs> middle school bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a gathering of adults, probably mostly men, are just like, all right, we got a problem with the middle school bathroom we have to figure out. Yeah, Everyone, solution. <laughs> what do you have? Wow. I'm surprised you don't see that in more like public bathrooms. Yeah. But that kind of design. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they welcome the art. Maybe they they like having it there. New Orleans. I actually always loved the art in like the bar bathrooms and the graffiti down there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like it's definitely a style that I don't see anywhere else. Where like it's cool tribal faces and stuff. Just. Hmm. Interesting point. Yeah, tribal dicks also. Yeah. Well, you have four on your list. I'm just letting you know the number that you're at. Okay. Um, are you content with four? Because you can wrap up whenever. Bar bathrooms or gas station bathrooms? The worst of the worst Ooh. of either. Wait, what? That's a good one. I feel like truck stops are pretty reliable bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Like uh, your loves and TAs and flying J's, all solid bathrooms. I know loves. They have showers in them, which is awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've never used one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even I was a trucker for, a, or I worked with a trucker for a little bit. And we took a trip to Canada. Whoa, cool! How's that? That was pretty fun. We took a. Uh, Paintings from the MoMA to whatever Canada's MoMA was, I guess. I don't know. 
They, we had like six paintings that went the whole coma length of like, <laughs> I was looking into <laughs> what was it? What? Coma. 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 <laughs> Canadian coma. <laughs> But we had like six paintings. It was $156 million worth of shit in the truck. Something ridiculous wow. like that. And we had an armed guard take us to the border. Oh and then God. they couldn't go into Canada because they had guns. And then they had to like leave us there. But that shit was pretty cool. To deliver paintings? Oh my God, it just sounds like you're a national treasure. Right? I... We had to do like all the crazy plastic locks and uh, tamper-proof things on all the entrances to the uh, well, I can't, trailer. Uh, oh, for the other trailer. The yeah, trailer. to make sure that like we didn't just stop off and unload them into another truck. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Precious cargo. Yeah. I, you get they were all box like you know like yeah, wrapped all buses, so up. you didn't like see any of it before it was packaged. No, was we had a, what would that be like a a log of what was on the truck? Oh, gotcha. But it looked like they had just photocopied that to hell to kind of distort it, and I guess they didn't want us to know what we had. Uh, mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they have like that's where they get some art theft. Like, that's how that happens. Because you don't really know who... Well, no, you said there's a guard guard or... Well, that was just to, like, make sure that we didn't get run off the road and fucking robbed. Mm -hmm. Oh. uh, Yeah, but I do wonder, like, transporting it, is that how, like, some art theft happens and then people then figure somebody... Find somebody who can just make (laughs) copies of, like, an original and then you think these things are originals that are out there, but they're actually fake. Okay. That, uh... I don't know, I was watching one of those art heist documentaries on Netflix, Mm -hmm. and it seems surprisingly easy to just kind of, like, rob a museum. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they don't don't really expect you to just kind of walk out with something. Like, there there was a Boston one where they did, like, break in after the place closed, and they just took whatever they wanted. I... Oh yes, I know what you're referring to. Yes, yes, yes. But the the fake stuff. There was the other Netflix documentary. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was about this guy who he just forged Jackson Pollocks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh right. And he said that they were just this collector had them and nobody yeah. had seen them, and they flooded the market with all these like replicas. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah cause you know what? Cause I remember they were in that documentary. They talk about how the person who's like the curator for the museum. They're like either they were in on this and it was like an inside job, or they're a complete idiot because they like, they talk about like even like it's like I think that like one of them like they misspell like Jackson Pollock's name in the signature yeah. on the painting, and they was, and they still took it. Yeah, I think there was a few like that where also uh, I forget what they did with the paints to actually kind of make them fit the time period to a chemical test. Mm. But I think there was also a lot of those that they were like, this shit is very suspect, actually. Mm. Like, should it be selling this as an original? Right, whatever. I, I don't know where I fall if that lady was involved. Because mm-hmm. she was that like the main buyer mm-hmm. or seller, whatever. Yeah, right. people who are listening to this episode, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a very good dog. Maybe we'll remember the name at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and if not, you have Google. And you can use Google yeah, right now if you want. Oh, also yeah. entertainment. You can watch it on Tuesday. <laughs> Amazon Prime Video. Ooh. And something else that I forgot. Well, since we're um, uh, plugging before we sign up on the show, Tommy, is there anything you'd like to plug or anybody you'd like to... Just a shout out for anything, anything coming up, or any last words? Uh, no, I guess just follow me on Instagram at Tommy12Tokes, uh, or use Twitter. Add me on Facebook, because I'm old. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. I got no shows coming up. Also, it's called This is a Robbery, the World's Biggest Art Heist. Yes, we okay. we remembered that just now for all of you. <laughs> this is a robbery. Yes. Stop
Jodrin, any final words? Oh, would we, Jodrin. He just put a snack in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Hey, ends where it began. That's it right. We are full circle like the circle of an Oreo. Jodrin, anything that you'd like to plug or mention or say to the people listening, wherever they are? Please, please, please subscribe to the Morning Shower if you haven't already. Subscribe to Gemstones and Whiskey, our uh, wonderful Outlander podcast. Subscribe to, um, yeah, whatever else. If you want bonus episodes for podcasts. Um, And keep uh, checking out Weedman's when they have shows. And we'll be... First, second, and third Wednesday of the month in October. Yeah. Um, And we'll be... Hopefully doing other films for like festivals, so just keep your eyes peeled for when our films are going to finally debut in public. Do not pull the wool over your own eyes. Just rip that band-aid off. <laughs> <laughs>